peace and harmony to the family. Welcome to another episode of Fresh Pharaoh. We are your host. I'm Horace the Pharaoh. And your boy, Rodney God, come back to the juicy, juicy piece of material. Boy, you sound sweet. Anyway, (laughs) Anyway, we got another (laughs) uh, recommended video for one of our fellow friends. So shout out to our boy, Travis, who... uh, who uh, inspired us to do this video t- episode today. Uh, so today we're going to talk about personal health. And we're going to dive into the mental parts of your health, spiritual parts of your health, and physical parts of your health. You know, the whole shablamo, bro. So, uh, yeah, let's kick it off. We're going to start us off, man. You know, we're just going to get into the... I, you know, honestly, I feel like when we're talking about those three topics, uh, we we see the number three a lot. And uh, my boy, my boy Horace DeFerrell, he's real nice when it comes to the numbers. So, uh, <laughs> you want to break down? Just, you know, <laughs> that's his quick. way of turning back on when you. He... Oh, All right, nah, nah, that's cool, bro. That's cool. Look, look, look. You, you know, because look, look. Uh, this this information that we bring in, y'all, uh, we're going to bring facts and we're going to bring uh, quality information. And honestly, I may not be the correct person to provide that, but that's why we got three kings here, you feel me? And so <laughs> there is someone here who can provide you with the correct information uh, as all it right, pertains to right that there. topic. So, while we, let's start off with this. So, as Don said, it's uh, the number three. That's why when you talk about health, you usually get these three things that show up you always hear mental spiritual and physical and three is a divine number right not only is it a prime number you see three pop up in not only religious text ancient texts but in everyday life let's think about uh the triunity right three the divine trinity three um three the if you look in christian the 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 son the father the holy spirit uh ancient commit uh, you got Azer, mm-hmm. Aset, and uh, Heru, which represented Osiris, right. three Isis, is a and Horus. powerful number. Three is a divine number. It's Because um, the p- point is, when you put three together, put three things together, you get one. Look at us, Fresh Sparrow Entertainment. It's three of us, and we bring top-tier quality. We we form a pyramid, you feel me? We each a side of an mm-hmm. equilateral triangle, you feel me? Right. Mm-hmm. We each... Oh, I was about to, I was about to do some wrong math. We, yeah, I was about to say, we eat. I was about to say, we eat. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, we eat 60 degrees. My back is, you feel me? That gets that 180 degrees total. Boy, oh, <laughs> So, I think the first point, let's start with uh, mental health. Because I think that's the biggest one in today's society, right? Now, when I think of mental health, I think of a lot of things. I think of uh, how media has depicted mental health. I think of how some people give themselves mental... They they claim to have a mental disorder, but they don't. And even on the other part, the other uh, side of that, how a lot of people... Uh, choose to neglect the the mm-hmm, mental side definitely. of their well being, and you know they they don't acknowledge things that they are going through and right. the effect that it and, has. Um, 
mental health is probably the, probably the most important when you think about keeping yourself in tune and balanced. Mm-hmm. Well, each one is important, of course, but the mm-hmm. mental is like the key because that's why we have the pineal gland, right? Pineal gland, aka your third eye. If you're good mentally, you can activate that gland, right? Mm-hmm. That's why you have the tuning of chakras. We'll get into the chakra part when we get to the spirituality aspect. For now, mental-wise, mental health is depicted numerously. And I feel bad for it sometimes because I think mental health is used as a cash grab now. Yeah, because they probably on like, you know, vulnerability of yeah. you at like a weakened state, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's everybody's, oh, we can we can help you fix that. Over. Have you been depressed, sad, suicidal thoughts, stuff like that? And see like dollar signs popping in their eyes, you know, kind of right, thing. Right, right. And with this comes uh, abuse of what mental health really is. Mm-hmm. Me- but first, how would, how would y'all define mental health in your own words? <clears throat> Good question. Uh, I believe that's, mental health great to be question. ability between mind and body. Mm. I think if you're attuned, like your mind is, a, you got to treat your mind as a separate to your body. Your mind and your body are not equal. Mm-hmm. But you can tune them together, but they're not equal. That is why when the body dies, the brain five extra minutes. They are not the same. They are they they work on they work on the same plane, but they are on two different frequencies. But you can tune them together, definitely. Don't get it wrong. But the mind is a powerful thing. That's why you see <clears throat> in movies and stuff characters that are uh, have like telekinetic abilities. Think about Professor Xavier from X Men. Mm-hmm. His mind was considered in the movie Logan, the last one. Uh, his mind was considered the strength of a nuclear bomb, right? Mm-hmm. He said he could kill everyone on the planet yeah. if he wants to focus hard enough. So, yeah. yeah. And that goes to show with having a focus point in your head. Because it's so much things that I attribute to mental health that uh, that can be delineated. And you have to learn how to... Well, one, you have to understand it, right? <clears throat> you have to understand how to heal your mind. Because healing the mind is not a process. If you have a damaged mind, to heal it means you have to undo that damage so you have to go back and and there's a lot of people who have like a lot of issues in their past that have issues today and what do they date the problem with them they have issues because they they choose not to go back sometimes right Mm -hmm. they they deny certain things being the root of that problem there's a uh let me think think about this there's a lot of issues with uh men not knowing their sexuality because when they were younger, <clears throat> they were molested by like their uncle or their stepdad or their father. Mm-hmm. But they might not see it as big as an effect in a sense, right? <clears throat> like they know it's part of it, but they don't think, well, I, you, because you, you were, that was exposed to you at such a young age, you probably became confused. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mentally, that has affected you. Okay. Well, the other weekend, I went to a summit, like, for a move, managers of vision excellence, right? And we had a uh, keynote speaker in Dr. Marion. He told us, first, when he asked us what, what's mental health, he said it is defined as the ability to choose, control, and filter information that influences your thoughts, speech, and action, right? Mm-hmm. And then he posed the question, he posed the quote, you're like, your relationship with other people will test your belief in yourself type idea. And that just, I feel like that really defines 
a while, while a lot of people have mental troubles because how people affect them in their past and makes right. them like think less of themselves. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree, and that was what I was going to say. You know, I would define mental health as your ability to to change. Well, not change, right. but mm-hmm. create your own reality. And w- what I mean by that is. If you are waking up every day and you're telling yourself yep. that you're sad, you're telling yourself that nothing is going wrong for, I mean, nothing is going right for you. You're telling yourself that, oh, I'm depressed, this, that, and the third. And I'm not saying that, you know, some people aren't depressed because thing, I know yeah. that it's a very real issue. But I know, right, I, I know in, in, you know, nowadays, a lot of the times people can put their problems on themselves without realizing it. And then you also have to understand that for you to get out of that situation, it's something that you can do actively. You know, it's not something that you have to wait on or it's not something that you have to just, well, maybe one day it'll get better. This is something where you can actually tell yourself, you know what, I have things to be happy for. You know what I'm saying? When I I woke up this morning, so, you know, that's something to be happy about. That's something that's going good in my life. So you can pull yourself out of the hole that you're in. And that's what I would define mental health as. The ability to look at your surroundings and look at your reality and you make it what you want it to be. And with that comes a responsibility upon yourself too. Mm -hmm. I think uh, the biggest movie I uh, watched that we all saw together and recently that showed mental health, how it's played in society was The Joker. The Joker? I knew it. (laughs) Yeah. I think that displayed it perfectly. But I think there's pros and cons to that movie of how they displayed it as well. Mm-hmm. I think the pros are that it's real and it's alive and that the mm-hmm. effects can be devastating to that extent. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like that movie also kind of said you should give so much sympathy to allow them to behave their mm-hmm. way they are as a result of it. Because mm-hmm. I think a major turning point of like the Joker like act was when he found out his mother had been lying to him about his past stuff like that. Like right. somehow, when she what what was the news article said? She said she was he was tied to um a um what's it like called a, tied oh. to like a a radiator yeah something like yeah. that. And then he she he was adopted and uh, he like he just the mother let the child like let the father beat on both of them mm-hmm. like stuff like that. That's when he just cracked. That's when he, he killed his mom and like after that it was just like straight downhill. That's all the violence kicked in. Because at first he was just like just taking the abuse. Mm-hmm. And remember, what did, what did that relate back to? His past, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Not saying you can't get mental uh, issue in the middle of nowhere, like at any mm-hmm. point in your life, but a lot of it, most cases, relate to something in your past. But I think with people, they have to understand mm-hmm. that your past does not define you. Because mm-hmm. I know Very plenty true. of people who. I've known friends who've been diagnosed for depression. I've known people who I could tell are actually depressed. And I've seen people who've been diagnosed with it who would just be like, ah, I'm sad, I'm depressed. But be having fun every day. Not saying you can't smile and be depressed because there are people who have killed themselves and were depressed and were smiley. But it's the energy that comes with it when you can tell, right? Almost. And I, what were you saying? But then. If you're like truthfully depressed, I feel like it's not the same. Cause like, yeah, I remember it's like it's like when you try to do things that give you joy, it's not. It's like it's like just like at like ninety, like seventy five percent capacity. Like if you was to love 
like I don't know what some basketball. like playing basketball, like yeah, yeah, like playing sports and stuff. And then you just be on the court, you know, it's like yes, you're going through the motions type feel, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you still see people who like enjoy your day, but then go back and post on their Instagram something like, I'm sad. What is like? What is this? It's like you're just putting it on you for what reason though? Mm-hmm. Because I think everybody has those thoughts sometimes, and you're just like, man, what am I gonna do? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody has some times where you just you just take a moment and recollect, but then you get back up still. But it's when you choose to stay down. So I think some people can bring it upon themselves yeah, I, as well. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. It's such a fine line, uh, especially when you talk about mental health. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe that's one of mm-hmm. the reasons why it's so taboo. Uh, because it's so difficult to discern between someone that's actually depressed and going through things and someone that's just, you know, choosing to have a negative outlook mm-hmm. on their life. And, you know, it's 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 so difficult for someone on the outside looking in to determine whether that person is actually going through something or determine whether that person is just, you know, saying yeah. these things but they're not actually as severe right. as they make them out to be. Uh, so, you know, when we have these conversations about mental health. And I just urge people to, you know, take a step back and, and really look at the situation and ask themselves, well, what can I do to, to fix the situation right. that I'm in mentally? And, you know, th- that's a difficult question to ask yourself because you have to put yourself in the mindset that, what you're going through, you can change it. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to depression, a lot of times people yeah. feel powerless. They feel like they have no no control over mm-hmm. what's happening. But you have to tell yourself, you have to really make yourself believe that you do have power over mm-hmm. the situation. You have to ask yourself, how do you get out of it? You know, how do you do better for yourself? And, you know, that's easier said than done, but it's necessary in the process, mm-hmm. it's better for yourself. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. They have to, because I think you, as I think we said before, you control your own reality. And I remember Roger mm-hmm. said this in one of our earliest episodes. He said the universe is mental. Yes. And he's right. The universe is mental. It flows off thought. When you tell yourself, for instance, if you tell yourself you're going to fail a test, don't be surprised when you fail the test. You mm-hmm. told yourself you was going to fail it. Mm-hmm. I've had that. I've had that experience plenty right. of times. I'm like, oh, I'm about to fail this. <laughs> and I get in there, I'm like, yep, I told you. You know, you, you done manifested it mentally. You keep telling yourself you're depressed. If you're not, you will become depressed. And you know, I was actually reading a book. The book is called mm, The Secret. I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, yeah, and pretty much the whole book is about uh, yep. the law of attraction. And pretty much the law of attraction, um, you know, it, it states what we've been saying, but uh, in a more refined way. And basically what it says is that your thoughts encourage what happens in your reality. And so your, your dominating thoughts, the things that you think about all the time, whether you realize you're thinking about it or not, is what's going to create the outcomes in your reality. So if every day, you know what I'm saying, you just you constantly telling yourself, oh, I'm dumb or I'm stupid or I'm a fail this or I'm going to do that. And then mm-hmm. boom, what happens? So so even even if you're joking, you know what I'm saying? The, the universe, the, don't know. The universe <laughs> it doesn't it right. It doesn't understand the, the human syntax when it comes to words. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't understand the difference between a joke and you being serious. 
it, it doesn't understand the difference between um, no and don't and whatnot. It just takes what it, it hears, what it feels you thinking, and it runs with it. So you have to be very, very mindful of what you talk about. Because there, you can say something like, um, I don't want to fail this test, right? All the universe hears is, I want to <laughs> fail tests. They don't care what the word don't means. You got to tell yourself, right. I'm going to pass this test. You know what I'm saying? You got you to gotta speak these things into existence. You, you have to be direct and clear with what you want. It's like, uh, it's like in mm-hmm. a movie, you know, with the genies. And, and they say, you got three wishes. All right, your first wish, I want to jump high. What they do, yeah, they you twist it. It's always never what you <laughs> Right. So you got to be clear with what you want when it comes to the universe because things will start manifesting where you literally have to be careful what you yep. wish for. Because the, thing, the things that you wish for, you might have thought that you wanted it, but then it turns out you get what you asked for and right. it isn't really what you wanted. So, so when it comes to, you know, let, let's say, um, let's say you talk about relationships, and you're telling yourself, oh, you know, I don't want to get another guy or girl that does me wrong. <sighs> you know, what is the universe here? Oh, uh, you know, I'm, I want to yeah. get a guy or girl that does me wrong. You know what I'm saying? You you gotta say, I'm going to find someone that you truly cares about me. You gotta you, right? You have to be very specific in these things. And I feel like, you know, that's those are the steps needed to to take yourself mm-hmm. out of a dark place. And, you know, the power of the mind, a lot of people uh, will try to undermine the power of the mind. But I feel like the fact that we understand or, or have an understanding of the placebo effect is a, a great uh, representation of the strength of the mind. The fact that someone can literally change what's happening in their body based on mm-hmm. what they believe is happening. So you can have somebody who loses weight just because they think they're taking a weight loss pill and it ain't nothing but, but water and sugar mm-hmm. inside yeah. of the pill. The power of your brain is incredible. And so, right, that, that tells you that your mind can control so much of what happens in your reality. You just have to tap into that power and really understand yeah, how to use I'm it. A, uh, I'm gonna uh, throw in a real life example that happened to me. It's not as deep, but it's uh, something that I once did mentally and manifested because people always doubt the power of manifestation. So, last semester I was mm-hmm. taking an engineering class. I'm an engineering major uh, on like uh, basically right. like spatial communication with like graphs and figures and stuff. And boy. I was failing. I had like a 69. It wouldn't go up. No, I would get hundreds on quizzes and tests. It was like, nope, I'm not moving. And so I remember saying, I wrote on a sticky note and I put it on my dorm ball. And I was like, I will get at least an 85 on my final. And I said, I will end the class with a B average. Tell me why on my final I got a 94.5 and my grade was at 80.36. <laughs> Bruh. I promise you, I was in my house when the grade dropped, and I ran to my mom and I was like, I'm back. I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> I did, but I was dancing. I felt so good because I know I manifested it. I had to jump on my wall for like two months, bro. Mm-hmm. I was like, I got it. I, was, right. I told myself that. I was like, I, I have no choice but to. I was fine with the C, but it's just the fact that right, I wrote man. I want to be, and I got the B. You said it exactly. You said it exactly. Because when you say things like that, when you tell yourself that there is no other outcome possible, 
than the one that you have said, then there the universe has no other option but right. to make it happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because there there are times where you you can't have self doubt when you have these type of thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I'm saying, you know, I'm I'm going to get an A in this class or you know, I'm going to be financially stable or I'm going to get uh, my dream car or whatever. If you have any any sort of doubt in your mind that's like, oh, you know, this probably won't work or, you know, I don't know if something could happen. Now you don't put you don't infected that thought with mm-hmm. negative energy. You know what I'm saying? So now now you don't tarnished it and now you done made it way harder for the universe to make it happen. You literally have to tell yourself, keep telling yourself, keep writing it down, keep putting it out there to the point where there's no other outcome possible. Yep. Mental. Everything is mental. Think, mm-hmm. think we're ready to move on to the next point now. I think we are basically delineated mental to the point where you, you ain't thinking about right. this point. And <laughs> good luck. But, <laughs> nah, for real. Uh, we're going to move, now let's move on to the spiritual health, right? Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. Spiritual health. This is not. We're not taking into account religion in this. In well, this. define it. Define it for the people listeners. Like, let them know what we're talking about. We're talking about spiritual in this case. We're talking about the energies, because mm-hmm. I hate when people try to deny the fact of me because about energy, because that's science at the end of the day. You heard of the law of conservation of energy. You can't tell me that's not real. If you don't believe what I'm saying, that means you did, how you pass how you pass in your science classes. Because this, I'm just speaking straight facts and science, but I'm talking energy. So we're talking about spirituality and that that form of health. We're talking about keeping your energy pure. We're talking about auras. We're talking about chakras, right? Mm-hmm. Now, there are the original main chakra thing you see got this. The extended one has fourteen, but there are seven main chakras. Uh, I don't know if I remember them. I know we got throat chakra, your third eye chakra. Heart, well, uh, if you if you start from the bottom, the root it's chakra, like the yeah, root that's chakra. the yoni, or then it's, yep. the, it's the solar yep. plexus, and you basically rise up, and keep then, going up. Uh, root solar plexus, I I think it's the I'm I'm missing one, but yeah. it's like the heart. I know exactly. Why I can't it third eye, yep. crown. <laughs> but it's seven chakras, right? Each one is attuned with mm-hmm. the color. Each one is attuned with the same frequency of 432 hertz. Each one needs to be tuned. Same way you would tune an instrument. Right? Now, we talk about spiritual health in this sense. You want to keep your energy clean. People are always talking about no bad vibes around me. That's good. That's part of it. But what are you doing to ensure those bad vibes ain't coming to your way? Because if you say no bad vibes, you like someone came around me with that bad vibe, I had to cut them off. I thought you said no more bad vibes. He wouldn't have showed up or she wouldn't have showed up if she had a bad vibe if you called it. So right. you have to, tune, let's see, the, the the magical tuning pitch is the 432 hertz, right? It is known as mm-hmm. the guide frequency, what people call it. It is known to be. It's when you hum, mm, your mouth is already tuned into 432 hertz. That is why when you hear monks going, Oh, or when you listen to meditation music and spa music, you always hear that that humming pitch in your head, right? That little, that humming sound in the background. That is the 432 hertz. You can manifest anything on that frequency. That frequency is known as a healing frequency and health-wise as well. 
and it's it's basically the tune you should tune your energy to, right? I I use I go to sleep listening to four thirty two hertz, and I so I can manifest. So if I think so, whatever my dreams are manifestations now. So whatever mm-hmm. I dream doesn't yeah. happen. I know it's happened. I'm like, oh, that's about to happen for real. Yes, sir. And so I I use that energy to help tune my chakras as well. And with this, we're about to talk about going into the meditation, right? Mm-hmm. Meditation. Or keep, meditation yeah, it's essential. Key. It's essential to a, a healthy spirit. People used to think meditation was placebo effect, but if that was the case, look, you got the monks up here doing it for years <laughs> on top of a rock. Right. Just the 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 process and the action of sitting down and being still, stilling your mind and going within. And, you know, it, it's it's crucial and in, in tapping into those you know, sources of power that are within you. And, you know, with that, once you tap into that power, it, it'll become a benefit to other aspects of your life. So the meditation is very key. Mm-hmm. And go out, to go in further, let's talk about um, the auras that surround you when you're meditating, right? Because mm-hmm. all this is connected. All this energy. Before we talk about the aura, let's talk right. about why the position of meditating is it is it's to represent the uh lotus the jade lotus preferably the same ones the egyptians mm-hmm. and the comedians use the jade lotus the blue lotus or the you know you know the lotus flower and it's seen as a flower you can use to harness such energies right that's why you cross your legs mm-hmm. and you put your arms how they are because it's symbolic of how the jade lotus opens it up right you ever see how it opens up and they got all the petals and the ones in the middle curving in that's the whole point. If you put you put four people meditating like one each facing away from each other and put them together, they form the jade lotus. It's a it's a unity. So when you're doing that, you're attuning to that same frequency as the flower, and everything in the universe resonates with 432 hertz. So that flower done been tuned in. That's why he blooming. He or she blooming. So when you tune in like that, you are taking in them attributes. To manifest stuff, mm-hmm. to heal yourself. The process mm-hmm. of meditation as well. People, uh, I think people, it's easy to get distracted when meditating. Because mm-hmm. you might want, what you got to do, you have to focus and set your mind on one thing. However, I know it's easy to get that thought, that thought turns into something totally different. And you thinking like, what am I thinking about again? Why am I doing this? But the whole point about meditation is centering. So what do you, what is it that you focus on when you're meditating? It's whatever you choose to um, focus on. Yeah, when I meditate, I usually just focus on my breathing. But when thoughts come, because humans are going right. to think, you know what I mean? It's it's inevitable that you get some random thought while you're meditating. Uh-huh. Uh, but a lot of people tend to think, they tend to beat themselves up when they get a random thought. It's like, oh, I'm not supposed to be thinking about this. or mm-hmm. I'm doing it wrong. But, you know, that's counterproductive to what meditation actually is. If you have a, a, a fleeting thought, you know, you should say, oh, I understand that I'm thinking right now mm-hmm. and just let the thought pass on and then come back to focusing on what you were focused on in the, in the, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not, a, it's not a, oh, stop doing that. It's a, 
let it pass through, and then come back, recenter. And people, uh, they find they find that so hard to do because they feel like if they're not focused, because they find it hard to focus on one thing. Some people meditate without a goal. Not saying you always have to have a goal. Sometimes you can just do it just to be there. But if you're meditating on a goal, you think of specifically that goal, if that's what you want to think about. Mm. You clear your mind. Imagine like your headspace just empty and that and that whatever you think about just takes up your head. That's the only thing that's in your mind, right? You let it you take you right. it takes place there. It cements itself there. And this is so important towards spiritual health because to keep your energies and your auras always clean and effective, you have to always have a know when to clear yourself and center yourself. Mm-hmm. Align yourself with everything. Just how planets align one every five billion years type of stuff. You got to mm-hmm. align yourself. Except you can do it daily. You don't got to wait no five billion years. You can do it daily. You can wake up, give yourself 50, not even 50. You can do it for five minutes. There's no time cap on it. Five right, minutes right. is a great amount. Especially if you know if you know you're gonna start straying off too much, five minutes is cool. Mm. You just take a minute, you just take a minute to breathe, think. A lot of people focus on their breath when they meditate. And that's all towards <laughs> your spiritual health. Because you have to keep everything aligned. If it's not aligned, see, let me put it like this. If your spiritual health isn't aligned, problems mentally as well possibly right because it's all connected it's all a system the body is a system when we get into the physical health aspect all three of those work together to create you if you're not at peak performance one of them is not going right or maybe more than one or maybe all three shoot everything is a tune you center your chi and you see stuff like this a lot in media now with chi and energy you gotta awaken that kundalini mm-hmm, that kundalini aura yeah and I think that's down by the root right. chakra if I'm not mistaken yeah yeah it's at the base of the yeah. spine but um you know what's what's very fascinating is that this this universal energy mm-hmm. um you see it across a lot of cultures uh you know as you just mentioned some cultures they call it chi you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Some some cultures will call it an an, uh, an aura. Some cultures uh, they'll call it oh missing yeah like like chakras. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know some cultures they they call it many different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you really look at it and read up on how these cultures are describing them, uh, it's basically the same thing uh, using different words. So I I think that's very interesting to see that these civilizations across the globe understand that there is this power within us that we can unlock to elevate ourselves, you know, if we, if we know what we're right. doing. Right. And it's imperative that you understand because you can, you can truly tune yourself to what you want. Cause again, if the body is resonating at the right frequency, your mind is resonating at the right frequency. So that only helps your manifestations more. Not only you're going to be if you're if your spirit is in tune, now you can manifest quicker and more. It becomes more efficient. It can work mm-hmm. faster. You can meditate something in fifth. You can manifest something in fifteen minutes and it happen in two minutes after. You can sit there manifesting for five minutes even if it's strong enough. Then 
an hour later it happened and you're like wow that's crazy because you because you claimed it not only did you claim it everything is in tune so it's working at top speed the universe has put you forth right now he's like oh this energy so clean right here i can do that right now like boom it's like doing homework you see like five questions you're like oh i don't know how to do that let me do the easy one boom that's the universe when they see you tuned in it's like let me go ahead and knock him out real quick get it boom and you know as we stated that's just those mental health and spiritual are just two aspects and remember the number is three we're talking about divine three so when you use this this and as we jump into the physical aspect of health you put those three together boom anything is possible there is nothing that is not possible everything so so now you know you're trying to dive into the the third aspect yeah Definitely the third aspect. I think we bring this up a lot, physical health. So I think we can finally dive in on what we've been, you know, holding back for a while now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's physical health. Physical is everything you think it is. Food, exercise, sleep, sleep, literally everything. This is a shell. Sure, you leave. Sure, we're just spiritual bodies having a human experience. Yeah. But you don't want your human experience to be trash. Don't treat the shell like pure garbage. Just like letting someone hit you with a car. It's like, that's basically how you're doing it. You're just throwing a dumpster at your body. Like, you're trashing yourself. <laughs> Literally. You ever see people who, like, gloat about, like, sleeping less? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's good. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm surviving off of three hours of sleep. Exactly. You know, two mean? hours, you're good. No, that's not it. Your brain, <laughs> your body's come to repair and replenish itself. Now, God, there are it. stories, of course, of people who are have, like, higher IQs requiring less hours of sleep. But that doesn't mean they still slept that's genetically, hours. Yeah. That doesn't mean mm-hmm. just, oh, that means I only can sleep for three hours. No, homie, you can still. That means, if anything, you sleeping longer does you benefit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And if we're gonna start off with the sleep aspect, I don't know what to tell you. People be st- I can't stay. I, my mama always tells me I can't hang because <laughs> sometimes, man, I be like 10 30, I'm gonna just take myself to sleep. I look that bed just looking mighty nice right now, and I just take myself to sleep because mm-hmm. the body is basically repairing itself, it's, it's a break. You have to give us a little break. You can't expect to be on top position, giving to me, yeah, yeah peak performance. After having two hours of like revitalization, mm. you can't expect it on three, four, true. five, six is the minimum. I was well, six is the uh, least amount of sleep you should have. I still try to get a good eight. I, I if I can, I get a good eight. Because mm-hmm. I know I'm, people they, they keep going. They say they tell us all the time the importance of sleep, and a lot of people they. They neglect it because it's something that you don't actively do. You know what I'm saying? Sleep is just it's just something that you do, but it's not something that you actively do mm-hmm. uh, for most people. And so it's very easy to ignore it. Uh, but the the health benefits that sleep gives you, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're immeasurable. Sleep is something that should never be ignored. Right. Mm-hmm. And. People, I don't know, people, I think we take things, as usual, we take, especially with this body, the physical aspect of health, we take everything for granted. Because mm-hmm. moving on from sleep, let's look at exercise, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh, people hate exercising, bro. I know if I'm doing a new workout, right, 
and it's tough, mm-hmm. I'm going to take a break, yeah. But I know the next time I do that workout, I'm going to feel good doing it because I know I done, I done made myself get more attuned to it. Exercising is just right. as important as eating and sleeping. I ain't never, I, my mama told me, <laughs> she said, our kids our age are bigger than she could ever imagine. Because these kids be coming out the womb obese now. Literally. Like, it don't make sense why you, <laughs> it don't make sense to be a 3XL in middle school. I don't understand. It's not healthy. Then they get, then they, then they, they play it off as uh, loving your body. Yeah, like not not fat shaming. Like I mean, you don't shame yourself, don't but shame like yourself don't at all if that's your situation. But don't glorify exactly that. being out of shape and shit. Yeah. Like well, you living in death. <laughs> uh, it's like um, I hate to say it because it might cause a lot of backlash. But Lizzo, sure, I, I'm, I'm I'm all for the uh, positive body. Don't even get me wrong. Love your body mm-hmm. in any shape or form. But bruh, she's like taking it too far, man. Like she be posting new pics, like on like like <laughs> no, she was wearing. You see what she was wearing on a Lakers game, bro? She had like her like yeah, the whole like pants the cut out. The, I'm like, bro, they're like at adole- they're like young kids watching this, bro. Like courtside, like chill out, man. Like, That's not the place for that. Like like they scarred for life, like exactly. <laughs> and I think that that is it's not fat shaming, but it's you can let's just be real. She is not healthy. You know, mm-hmm. she's like three hundred pounds at like five nine eight. So either way, either way, it's, it's very big. It's not size. like it's not muscle weight. It's not. It's that's not straight. Weight. That's straight. That's straight. Excess, you know, excess fat and skin. Mm-hmm. You every, you don't even have to. It's good. You need to keep your cardio up because then your physical health will be better. You will not be getting sick as much. You will not be as fat. Like you have to take care of the the outside just as much as the inside of your physical body. You can't be out here. It's like when I watched my six hundred pound life. I don't even know. How oh my god, that's so it. disgusting. No man, it's like it'll be a point where they will always ask the wife, "Oh, how you let him get this big?" And he said, "Well, she, you know, she cooking him like twelve square meals a day right. and junk." I'm like, "Bro, well, that's see, not what I think." Six hundred pound life is a perfect example of is the unity of mental, physical, and spiritual, right? Because usually mm-hmm. those people who are six hundred pounds, they have something that happened to them in their past that turned them to fool. It's the only solution to numb the pain. Uh huh. And then spiritually, they don't be having no connection. And they, just, they, they connection is the food. Exactly. They attuned to what the food want. The food control. And the food be like, hey, bro, come over here. They're like, all right, man. Sure. Mm. I can't walk. Oh, he left me. Eat. Oh, I'm, I, I lost my job. Eat. It's like something happens in the past. Yes. Right. I just don't man. understand how you could be 300 pounds and think to yourself, I'm halfway there. Okay, but bro, <laughs> no. Bro. <laughs> got me fucked up. Okay. <laughs> I'm almost <laughs> what? Oh my god. And that relates a lot to the mental health as well. Cause again, a lot of people who have like overeating issues usually can tie back their start from something that happened in their past, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think it's so important that you gotta exercise, man. You mm. got to. Ten minutes of running a day will do you good. We ain't say go hard. We ain't say be a bodybuilder. Ain't nobody saying that. I'm saying. I know it's. I know it's saying don't good. take a break. Don't not enjoy. You know certain TV shows and foods, but like 
you need. I'm saying you got you got to find a balance. I'm not telling you to just go out there and just give up your entire lifestyle, but come on, man, you you it'd be to the point where people be knowing the stuff that they're doing is not good for them, Mm -hmm. and they still do it, and that's why I'd be having a problem. Because if you know what you're doing is bad for you, and you continue to do it, then at, at that point. Anything that happens to you, you just asking for it. Yeah, you don't you don't manifested it. Like shoot. And then I think that gives us to the most important part of physical health. Diet. What you eating, boy? What you eating? <laughs> <laughs> what is your eating, son? I, I, I love talking about I don't like talking to people about food, but when they question me, I, mm-hmm. I don't I don't cut them no slack. My mom tells me you ain't gotta drop them jab like no, they 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 not getting cut no slack. You're not going to question me like I did something wrong. Well, you're eating a pig. And you got the nerve to ask me about eating some grass. We're eating a pig. We are not the same. <laughs> you over here eating. You don't even know what you're eating half the time. What's that, a hot dog? What meat is that? They can't. They never nah, ask the question. They don't never nah, hot dog, hot dog, just meat, bro. Ain't it even the type of meat. That's just meat. That's all of yeah, it. You know, they, they had that they 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 essence of rat in there sometimes. They have like a bird. That, that they just random stuff, bro. People like, in crazy. there too. You would, I would not be surprised. <laughs> I, it be. The studies, I think it was them Franks that came out like two years ago and they found 2% of human DNA mm-hmm. in the, in the uh, mm-hmm. hot dog. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, if you would ask somebody, would you ever consider eating a person? They'd be like, oh no, I just couldn't. That's morally wrong. I could never imagine. Well, <laughs> I hate to break it to you. What you put inside you. It's so important. You can be a uh, you can be in good shape, but still be putting trash in you. Mm-hmm. That only goes to show that that means you can be as much you can be a bodybuilder that put trash in you. That just means mm-hmm. you can go at an even higher performance. Mm-hmm. Everything your food food is not here to be pleasurable. It's food is here to what's the word I'm looking for? Food is medicine. Nourish. Food is medicine. Yes, yes it is. Treat food like your medicine. I think the most valuable person that ever lived to help us teach on to eat was Dr. Sebi. Rest in peace to Dr. Sebi. Dude was practically a guru for food. He taught everyone how to, he taught us how to maintain the alkaline diet and what is actually meant for the body. Mm-hmm. He taught, because he was a, uh, he had a doctorate in quite a few degrees and he was a scientist and everything towards all that. He do cure plenty of diseases. What did he cure? He cured AIDS, herpes, lupus. lupus. He cured he pretty much everything you can think of. He cured, and, and the government even tried to try him. Remember, they tried him in a court trial, saying you're giving false evidence and saying people you're cured. And so when they tested the people that he said he cured, they were cured. So they couldn't try him. He got let free because they could not prove he was lying. Because when they did it, they did not find no evidence of it. Right. And I think the most important diet for anyone to have is the alkaline diet. Because mm-hmm. I would never tell, I would tell no one to go straight vegan. I would tell no one to eat meat. I say, because I know there, there's um, there's two sides to everything. Right. Even, Very cool. Even with vegans, I'm going to tell, tell them that because people think I'm just like a super vegan or something. I'd be like, nah. People don't know if you, you can eat plants all day and get malnutrition. Mm-hmm. It's a thing called malnutrition. If you raise your kids off being vegan, their teeth might not grow all the way, or they might, they might have baby might be malnourished. 
And this is what I say to that, though. Because people think being vegan and eating right is just about the food. Food is one aspect of it. You have to intake the right minerals, too. Nutrients. You, the minerals are just as important. If anything, minerals are more important. Because the food got the minerals in them, too. The minerals themselves are important. Vitamin B12 in the game. Yeah, everything you put in you needs to be to heal you. All this stuff. A, a lot A lot of people forget the whole reason why we eat food in the first place is to provide energy for ourselves to gain nutrients from what's in the food so that our bodies can better perform. And mm-hmm. so if you know you eating some foolishness that ain't got nothing for you to gain from it, then you just putting stuff in your mouth and then dookieing it out later. Ain't nothing happened inside. You literally just ate some stuff, it went through your stomach, and then it came out. And I think I think this is the one thing I don't like. I don't like eating chips and stuff. I eat less and less every year, and I'm about to cut them out. Because stuff like chips and stuff is not a food. It's literally made in the lab. Literally. No. I ain't never seen no chip growing out the ground, bro. Bro, that's <laughs> that's fun for your teeth, bro. That's just something for you to have fun eating. Did you imagine seeing a Dorito come out the ground? That sounds terrifying. <laughs> a Dorito plant? That sounds terrifying, bro. That sounds terrifying. Can you imagine like a Lay's tree? That sounds disgusting, bro. It don't come out the ground. It's not meant to be eaten. It's made, bro. It's it's like all the little, little sweet candies you see. Like little Debbie's and all that type of stuff, right? You ain't supposed to be eating that. Mm-hmm. That's not a. That's not something. That's not a. It's just chemicals. They gonna slap especially, that together in the lab and say, "Here you go. You gonna eat it though? I know you are gonna like it." Especially when you find out that people have no sort of balance when it comes. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, I be liking my snacks sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Every now and then I just buy. Look, it's just just look too good, but. I'm not about to sit there and eat that all day, every day. Right. And now I feel like that's that's where you see the problem. Dude, folks be having a, a, a diet that consists mainly of honey buns and hot Cheetos and wonder why they look like some foolishness. <laughs> but not just that. We got to also put this. People are thinking just because you're skinny, you're healthy. You is not healthy either, sir. That's mm-hmm. very true. You can be skinny and be about to die. It don't mean what you put in you has to be real. Like the first thing, like I said, if you're not putting in stuff that's not even a food, you already done. Then it get worse with the type of foods you put in mixed with that only makes it worse. They say invest in your healthy young so you don't pay for it when you go to the hospital later in life. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, I got high cholesterol. I wonder why. I got high blood. I wonder why. Because I'm gonna just tell you, I wonder why. Because I already know. Especially meat. You can't I can't I don't even talk to people about meat that much no more, but it's too it's too much science out there. You tell people it's a carcinogen. They go, What? That's the carcinogen is a, it's a cigarette. <laughs> carcinogen and it's in burgers and meat are in the same label. They're both labeled under type two carcinogens. There ain't no difference there. Meat clogs the meat clogs blood, right? And you ever see the bloodstream with a lot of meat, it's a lot of fat inside of it. The more, the less of it you eat, the less it gets clogged up. That's how you get a lot of blood clots. You get a lot of, uh, of course, high blood pressure. Because now there's less room 
in your in the stream due to all the fat from the meats. Mm-hmm. And Rod, I'm gonna ask you your take on it, Rod. I know you still eat meat, so I wonder, like, how does that? How does it play to you? Like, how do you all take it? I mean, as like as because once again, we've said you've said multiple times that your body can with like with withstand um your body can withstand you know even if like you know the sugars and stuff you shouldn't be eating however mm-hmm. i feel like it's a balance because i'm like i'm not i'm not like one of the people like the 600 pound is going to burger king every other day fries every night ice cream for dessert like no i i just balance it like i just sometimes food like i eat pretty well outside uh what's it called the few times i'd be like you know what i just want to treat every now and then and then also with the meat also with the meat stuff like I understand how we weren't designed to eat it at first and that that's just something your body was able to, you know, adapt to our diet. But then on the other hand, it's like, I don't want to change. I want to change a whole aspect of my life to the point where I can't enjoy a, a, like even this grilled chicken. I can, I can get by all the fries stuff. I get by not eating pork, but like even fish, grilled chicken, um, certain things you make with eggs, like I, that, I don't want to sacrifice that part of how I eat for that. I can I can agree with Roger with what he's saying. I feel like balance is what's key in a lot of diets, and like you said, you can be like imbalanced in both directions. You know what I'm saying? You can not eat any of it, and then you be malnourished. Or you can eat all of it, and you be obese and, and made a lard <laughs> so you gotta <laughs> you gotta find that balance so you know i definitely agree with him in that aspect of it i'm gonna play devil's advocate but stop eating that goddamn meat boy i was <laughs> 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 i was still like if they told me like pick a choice on the lever scale i'm still gonna go for all plants just because i just feel like it's too much science out there. Like, I just feel like in the long run, it's not going to be worth it. Because someone who used to say, I could never get rid of meat. I did it in a day. And I didn't feel different. Only people who try to make me feel different is restaurants. And I look at the menu. I'm like, bro, ain't nothing on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what am I here for? I'll never forget one time I'm a vegetarian. My parents took me to Longhorns. I was so disrespectful. That's disrespectful for real. Like, they are all there. I've been through that. I've been through that, bro. You you gotta order that that fruit salad and the the sweet potato, (laughs) and that's it. And that's it. It, All you can do is eat the bread that they bring to the table. I'm saying, because as you get more and more, I feel like country people start adding like you know meats and other things into even like the vegan aspects of it. Because they'll be like greens with pieces of pork. Stop putting meat in the collard greens, bro. I'll be yeah. so mad when they put meat in the collard greens. Like they're not even supposed to be together, <laughs> right? They're, they're putting the baked beans. I'm like, bro, oh. come on now, man. And that goes <coughs> <Ooh>. <coughs> choke on some water. Hold on, <coughs> choke on some water. Oh damn! <coughs> you can't even drink water nowadays. Water bad for you too. Oh yeah, let's talk water about water. Got meat in it. Let's talk about that water. pork water. The real water oh. you're supposed to be drinking is alkaline water. Tap water terrible, bottled water terrible. You're supposed to be drinking alkaline water. Alkaline water is a more it's a it's the best water for you. Distilled water too, if it's not done diluted with too many minerals. But 
water is just important. You got we got to stop thinking of water as water. Water is is what our bodies is made of. We, we think water is what we think of water just as water. Like you jump in it and you drink it, but you don't think of that your body needs this. Yeah, you you don't realize that there's different qualities of water, it's different levels to water. Mm-hmm. You know, I under I understand the whole you know getting alkaline water because it's more electric, it's better for our body. The only thing about that is uh you know, I, I drink what my meal plan provides. Oh no, no, so, I uh, think we all do. I know, I think we all do, but still I know that when I get myself I be buying my alkaline with the higher pH as it should. Yeah, yeah. If I find it on sale, oh yeah. It's a wrap. Yeah. But other than that, you know, whatever, whatever this middle swipe can get me, that's, whew, it's hard out here. And I think just in general, diet is important. You got to watch what you eat. We're not going to dive mm-hmm. into it because we're still going to make an episode special to dieting specifically because there's too much content to dive in that and too much science into it. But this is just for the physical health aspect overall. You got to take care of all three. You got to have that trimutive together. You form that pyramid once you eat all three. And you, you get all three together. Mm-hmm. Everything is important. The spiritual, the mental, and the physical health. Thagram theorem right there, boy. You <laughs> Square two, find the third, boy. <laughs> Literally. You know, if two of them are good, you can solve for the third one, right? Literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can be good physically and eat good, but just have moments in your head where you're just not in there. Use those two to build that up and vice versa. Try me this, boy. Very true. Very true. And so we're just, so this whole episode today is just to bring to light those three aspects and how mm-hmm. profound each one is and important to that elevation. And, and, you know, people encourage people to be more aware of each aspect within your life, you know, individually, you know, take a step back, say, how am I doing mentally? How am I doing spiritually? How am I doing physically? Um, Because I feel like that's a less daunting task than to just say, how am I doing? Right. Uh, I feel like, I feel like if you just say, how are you doing? That's very broad. You know, it's, it's, it's a large area, you know, people not really trying to go that deep into it, but if you, break it down into those three specific areas, then it becomes easier um, to not only identify the problems and the issues and where they lie, uh, but to also work towards improving them. Uh, So I feel like, you know, when it comes to bettering yourself, uh, that's the approach that needs to be taken. Yeah, definitely. So on that note, we're about to close it out. So you guys know the routine. Let's get it. Let's do it. From men's to kings. From kings to gods. This has been Fresh Feral Entertainment. Peace and love to family. Love y'all.